Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Spiderwebs, a collection of spooky stories and haunted hearsays. Original tales written by me, the Z, for all of you. Tonight's story has to do with what could be the correct thing to do in a hairy situation. A decision that could determine the outcome of the rest of your life, or maybe another option. When given the opportunity and you're aware of it, make sure you do the right thing. Make sure you make the right choice. As in tonight's story titled, The Truth. We had just moved into our new home in upstate New York in a little town called Bethel. She loved our new home, and I loved figuring out how we were going to pay for it. We had an acre of forest in our front yard, and as the realtor put it, I don't know exactly where our property ended in the back. There's a path that leads to our front door from a dirt road leading out to Route 17B, heading towards Monticello and I was a bit worried how we would survive the winter. But we figured that we would figure something out. We always did. And it was the last day of moving in and we were exhausted. Time to have some dinner and relax for the evening. After our dinner, I helped my wife put the dishes away and I asked her if she would like to go for a walk while it was still light out. She said, sure. So we locked up the house and we headed out behind the house to the path that led down to the stream by a bridge. It took about three minutes to get to the wooden bridge. It was hand-carved from wood and stone. Very well crafted. The stream was flowing loudly underneath, and you could see some fish swimming as we crossed. Once we got to the other side, I stepped off of the bridge to realize that I was all alone. How did I lose her? And the stream, it's empty. Just a minute ago, I saw water. The trees had lost all of their leaves. I turned to go back, but when I did, I saw her. She was standing there staring at me. She was looking right at me. Her face was pale white. She was just a frozen picture of herself. I snapped my fingers. I grabbed her hand, but she was freezing cold, and her eyes looked like they were covered in ice. A thick glaze covered her eyes, and she wouldn't blink. Let her sleep. A voice came from the distance. Who's there? Just me. I didn't know what to do. I felt as if I hit a corner of what was left of my sanity and that I would never return. I was afraid to ask my next question, but I asked anyway. Who are you? 
I am. What do you want? The truth. The truth to what? Do you love her? I looked at my wife and I could see tears forming in her eyes. She was aware and she knew what was happening and she was scared. I love her more than you could ever imagine. Does she love you? More than you could ever dream. For how long? I felt I had a chance to answer this correctly, and I think I did. Till death do us part. I fell to the ground at the other end of the bridge, and she helped me back up. She asked me if I was okay. I don't think she remembered what just happened. I said I felt extremely dizzy and we had to get back home. That night I sat up in bed just staring out the window pondering what had happened. I knew what I wanted to do next wouldn't make her too happy. But I couldn't live in this house anymore. And would she believe me if I ever told her? I called the realtor the next day and I made arrangements to sell the house. She was furious. She loved that house. This was going to be where we were going to raise a family, she kept telling me over and over again. I couldn't tell her why I was doing this. It just had to be done. We moved into a tiny apartment in Monticello. I became quite distant and she grew angrier with me day by day. I tried to make her understand that we couldn't afford that house anymore and it was such a bad idea. Oh, I wanted to tell her the truth, but she would have thought I was crazy. She threatened to leave me. I begged her not to go, but she couldn't take it anymore. She knew I was holding something from her. She thought I was cheating on her. But if I told her now, she would have left me anyway. Within a month, she was gone. I couldn't convince her to stay. I decided to go back to that house in Bethel. I missed her so much and I wanted to see if that house was still for sale. Maybe I could win her back. I was in anguish from everything and I just needed to see something I had when I was happy. I went behind the house and down to the bridge. And there she was. She was standing frozen on the bridge. She was exactly the same way that day we were on that bridge together. I ran to her and I looked her in the eyes and I told her how much I missed her. And how I wish I could have told her the truth, but I didn't think that she would have believed me. And how sorry I was for not being honest with her in the first place. Till death do you part. After we got to the end of the bridge, we looked back at the house. This would be where we would raise our family. We were so tired after our first day in our new home that I can't even remember how we got settled. But I'm happy we made it through. We always do.
Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's story and you gave some thought to keeping secrets. I hope next time you cross a bridge, you make sure to take a look underneath because there might be a little tiny troll waiting for you. And I hope that if I didn't freak you out or scare you, at least I made you just a little uncomfortable. So until next time, have a good night. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinator Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.